All right, folks, welcome to Roxy Fever. I'm your host, Jackson McDonald. Joining me in studio. It's Biaster in. And across the pond. We have Elliot. Yeah. It's just easier to do the intro like that, I think, especially when I can't think of what to say. So I'm uh, I'm sorry we How don't have doing, a consistent <laughs> intro. I'm doing good. <laughs> I mean, the Canucks are losing again, so uh, we're allowed to record an episode. So you got your cloud back. So I've got yeah, your cloud again. Record. Yeah. Um, that's always really uh, that's always really funny. Um, I I haven't seen uncut gems yet. Really? No, okay. I still haven't watched okay. it because I've been too stressed out about everything, and I know you, it's a stressful. Yeah, I, I feel like I was right. supposed to watch Uncut Gems one night this weekend, but then I had to record a podcast for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, that's funny because I was going to watch Uncut Gems um, the night, night the after caucus. the Iowa caucus, uh-huh. and I was just still too like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch it. Was just it. Still I've too seen it twice that. now. I, I but anyways, I'm excited to watch uh, a movie about what I assume is a guy being normal about sports um, and having a regular time. Uh, I feel like I'll relate to it a lot. <laughs> you know, just... Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, it's our first episode since the All-Star break, I believe, or at least the All-Star game, certainly. Okay, I have a bone to pick. Yeah. yeah. No, no, at the end of the view. Why do we call it bye week? Because the thing is, like, whenever I see a bye week in another league, it's like a few teams will have have it off, or in in, tur- in tournaments, like a team skips uh, around and go- while other teams are playing. But like, if everybody has a break, is that a bye week? Uh and that's no. My, I, I see my... where you're coming from. I I think you might be right. My Vias is bone to pick. Yeah, um, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and I, I, I honestly care. hadn't really heard that term used so much before. Yeah, I don't. Well, no, it. because I think it is a little bit different for like not every not every NHL team has the same week off. Like some some NHL teams will be like right back to work after the All Star game, whereas some teams will have uh, yeah, like some like teams a few will days have off four before games, the game. four days off the all-star game a day off and then a game other yeah. teams will play up to like a day before the all-star game and then have yeah. five days off after yeah no. totally i'm not i i mean i don't know enough no. about it to okay. really be to really be able to provide accurate uh, uh, information but that's my understanding um did you guys watch any of the all-star game stuff no you elliot nothing didn't watch the skills competition either no i didn't watch okay, a single good. minute of it Good for you. That's the right thing to do. The um, competition was super boring. The skills competition sucked. Uh, there was one thing about that day that was awesome that we'll get to in a minute. But yeah, the skills competition was fucking horrendous. The event where they're basically at the driving range um, was... The NHL Kill a Fan Contest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? The NHL Kill a Fan Contest. <laughs> Uh, what? That was the one where they were doing the driving range thing, and oh. everybody thought that they were gonna fucking like shoot a. That Sorry, they were... I think it, I think Audrey and Christina called it the concuss a fan contest. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, that's that's what it was. Yes, yeah. Um, it yeah it, that event was like they better never bring that back. It was fucking awful. That event was just the kachucks in the halls, like just got to get drunk. Ugh, yeah. On TV, just too awful awful families like obviously you know like bobby hall like brett brett is i think a fine guy like i'm not under the impression that he was but just whenever they kept showing the back and forth between him and gretzky he just like looked like such an unlike- i know what you mean yeah he kind of i i can't hate brett brett hall because he just reminds me of my uncle 
Um, uh-huh. He's I don't know. He just looks like him, and my uncle's kind of racist, and <laughs> I don't know. I get that kind of vibe from Brett Hall. I mean, he's Bobby's kid, so there you go. But like, yeah, like I mean, Bobby Hall, obviously, like I, the fact that they even use him at all, not that he was at the All Star game, but the fact that they even use him and his family as like a word the hockey family yeah is is so is so gross because of bobby hall's whole history of of being an awful person and like as we all know the kachucks are even worse than bobby hall um uh bobby hall was also very abusive right yes yeah and racist and he said hitler had some good ideas and but you know i mean that's all bad but like then there's you know matthew kachuk which is just (laughs) you know who I can't explain why I don't. Like. I I <laughs> wish I could explain why I hate Matthew Kachuk so much. I think it's it's that combination of like okay, well I don't like him because he's on the Calgary Flames and because he's a rat. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously Canucks fans hate Mark Messier, right? So yeah. to use that as an example. But what made us hate him even more was just having to constantly like like what's made that that hatred stay around even way past because there are like i meet 18 year olds who hate mark messier and it's like you weren't even alive when Mm -hmm. mark messier was Mm -hmm. on the team i never watched a single game of his yeah but people still hate him because they know the history and then he's on fucking tv constantly yeah whether it's the lays commercials or all the nhl commercials where he was like the nhl leadership award is somehow named after him (laughs) yes insane yeah him on the phone with Connor mcdavid which was fucking trash uh those those commercials were were awful and i feel like with the kachucks it's kind of the same thing where i mean i say the kachucks but keith is fine brady is fine i just hate matt kachuk and the only and the biggest reason i hate him i think is because like well i already don't like him (laughs) but this was like for for any of you who listen to to this show who aren't explicitly canucks fans it would kind of be like if alex burrows was shoved down your face all the time Mm -hmm. it's like it's already a player you don't like it's already kind of a dirty ish like ratty player that has a bad reputation but then the nhl is like oh it's this guy you love and it's just like very clear that a lot of people don't love him like aren't we a bigger media market than calgary yes why don't we have yeah i mean if you want to get get i think so i think it's pretty close i mean it's probably pretty close but vancouver has way more people so it's a, so it's a larger potential media market, like and way more. Yeah, Calgary also I think the like media areas yeah. are actually very similar. Huh. Oh yeah, I mean, like if we if you want to talk like actual like broadcast zone. Yeah, but th- but in terms of like metro area, yeah, and, like, greater area, like it's hmm. not. Yeah. Anyways, because um, Vancouver is like the third big, the third most populous population zone in Canada behind Toronto and Montreal. Mm-hmm. And it's not particularly close. I don't. I don't think. I might be wrong. But, anyways, I don't want to talk about Matthew Kachuk. I already talked enough about Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> geography. I just. Uh, I don't. I think the thing. The where it goes from. This is an annoying player that I don't like, like Brad Marchand or whatever. Is just that it's like, why is this the guy? There are so many players out on the like. There are so many players on the Canucks that have big personalities and like. I have PTSD from 2011 and so anytime anything like this happens i just think about like well, that could have been Luongo. that could have been oh we're, we like ratty players now well then why did fucking alex burrows <laughs> get shafted jackson it's, is shaking right now yeah i uh i get pretty fucking fired up about this stuff so but anyways i don't give a shit about the contracts that's not why I'm, that's not why we're here today yeah i i thought i usually like the skills competition but i thought this was one of the worst 
skills competitions I've ever watched. It sucks that they got rid of the breakaway competition and replaced it with this fucking driving range thing. It was so stupid. It, that yeah, was challenges really. The it was so it. boring. It's it like, it's it just sucked all the energy out. I'm bored talking about this. <laughs> um, you know the speed but, skating, the speed skating or the fastest skater competition was kind of fun because we got to see Barzal but, beat but, McDavid. But these things were so qu- like ugh, I don't want to say they were quick there, but no, like yeah. the I, I wish they could find a way to drag it out or just get more players. Yeah, totally. Each one. Um. Also, a, a little bonus nice thing that I enjoyed <coughs> about it. <coughs> you all right there? <coughs> hey, pal. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I, tried to, I tried to mute it to make your life easier, but I, I got like half of that. Now we're leaving, we're leaving it in. Um, okay. Anyways, one thing that <laughs> was cool was watching... Elias Pedersen rip a 103 mile an hour slap shot. And that be really was surprised. the one highlight I've seen of the All Star weekend. So he he's like the first forward to break like 100 for, um, for years in a long now? time. He yeah. he has the second best performance ever by a forward. I wish I could tell you who is number one, but I don't remember. Um, so pretty pretty fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. It shows you mm-hmm. how, what a good shot he has. Yeah, oh, I bet you Ovechkin is probably first. Perhaps. That would make oh, sense. Oh yeah. Um, that tracks. He's like 105, probably. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like get, cracking 100 as a forward is a really is means you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, to crack 102 was unbelievable. 103. Um, yeah, I think I think he got to 103, but I can't remember if he. 104, baby, you got a stew going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the thing that I actually enjoyed was the women's game. I know, Elliot, you probably didn't catch any of it. Because you wouldn't because, care for that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we all know. Elliot. I mean, if you guys heard some of the things Elliot said behind closed doors, <laughs> like, you would not believe. Um, no, but I um, I did just want to give them a shout out because it confirmed to me. First of all, it was a rewarding experience for me because it was like, oh, this is what it's like to root for a team. To win in a completely uncomplicated fashion, um, mm-hmm. and also um, it just confirmed to me that it's like just as entertaining as men's hockey. Um, it like I don't understand why there isn't um, more of an effort to try at least in Canada to get like the Canadian teams to have women's hockey affiliates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think we've brought this up on the show before, but I think it would just be so much fun to have like a 4 p.m. matinee game on Saturday oh, nights. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. That was exactly what I was going to say. It was like, it would be absolutely unreal to just be like, 4 p.m. is Calgary Inferno versus Vancouver. I don't know what you'd call them, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. And then 7 p.m. Flames versus Canucks. Like, yeah, 100%. I would totally be down to watch oh, six hours of that. It's, yeah. It was Maybe. really the thing that I couldn't believe about it was that I think the final score was what two one or three one something like that. Like it was, it was very close hockey mm-hmm. playing twenty minutes of three on three, which is real. It's really hard to keep low scoring hockey, yeah. but that's yeah. that you could tell they really cared. And those ladies, because it's the American and Canadian team. They like have a grudge. They have a reason to play. They yeah. Hate they each hate other. each other more than any NHL teams hate each other. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think the fact that uh, a lot of the, you know, like a sizable amount of the women's hockey players are gay and more than a few have dated each other about- also just like makes like that kind of rivalry shit is just so much better than anything that could happen in the, the NHL. NHL like NHL gets gay. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll could be way you, better. Could you imagine how much better the Cassie and Kachuk stuff would have been <laughs> if, if they had also <laughs> fucked each other? It would have been fantastic. So, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. I don't have that much to say about it other than that. But just like, you know, NHL, get on it. Get a, get a fucking WNHL happening. Mm. I would I would really, really enjoy it. The actual game. Sorry, I, the WNHL just reminded me of the Rachel Dolezal thing. Do you know the joke about like, oh, there's no W-A-A-C-P? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody made that joke. Like, no, not a joke. Somebody yeah. said that. And I was like, wait, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> the woman's <laughs> um, Oh my God, that's so brutal. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that fits in anywhere, but. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> but it's funny. Um, yeah. I didn't watch the actual All Star Game. If you watch the the All Star Game, uh, you're a pervert. Like, <laughs> I forgot. About Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do know that the the outcome of the game was that the Pacific Division won, um, which yeah. is extremely funny. Uh, for a couple of different reasons. The first being that the Pacific Division is objectively terrible, and the second being that people actually try to use the All Star Game outcome as a, like a talking point when you bring up how bad the Pacific Division is. And this has happened to me a couple of times. I mean, you look at the All Star rosters, and you're not that surprised that that's what happened. No, not at all. Because but the, problem, the, the Pacific doesn't suck because they lack the star power. It sucks because their teams are very shallow. Exactly. That's 100% why. And even like a team that's deep like Vegas is just not, they're not performing well for a number of different reasons. And I don't think they because even sent Vegas that many players have to the star power, Which was obvious because they're an expansion team. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was funny because I, I did write, I think like only a, a week before that, an article about how the Canucks were probably going to, basically probably going to make the playoffs just because the Pacific Division is so bad, or at least they were in a position to do really well in the division because it's so bad. And then like a couple of days after that, they win the, the All-Star game and then people are like, oh, Pacific Division's not so bad now. This is a good time to ask the question, yeah. the burning question. Yeah. Are the Canucks good? Ah, now there, there we are, right? It's funny because they just lost three games in a row, and we somehow only end up recording when they've lost, which is not by design, but I'm thinking maybe we should record more if we want them to lose <laughs> or record well, less. I decided that I want them to win now. Oh, see, I want them to win because I don't want to ever have the argument about whether or not you can add up draft odds again. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's completely fair. Yeah, it was really annoying. Uh, to it's it's like it's a lot more fun and a lot less complicated to at least just talk about like whether or not the team is good than like whether or not yeah. it's okay to tank or like what they should do to win instead of being like, well, maybe if you know, uh, maybe if they trade. Uh, Sean Mathias at the right time they could get a second round pick for him you know like this is a lot more I want to be baby again 
I just want to be a little kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to watch, watch them spin on the ice. <laughs> um, I mean, I want the towel. I somebody somebody posted their underlying numbers through this stre- through their winning streak, and over that s- that span there where they won like something like twenty, like seventeen of their last twenty or whatever, they legitimately had the second worst. <laughs> Uh, expected goals and Corsi in the league over that span. Oh, weird. Um, and some of that is probably score effects because like teams play have a tendency to play more sort of permissive hockey in terms of shot totals when they have a lead. A lead, sorry. But it's becoming increasingly apparent that the Canucks' strategy when they have a lead is um, get owned repeatedly and hope that Jacob Markstrom bails them out. And he has been bailing them out until. Well, last couple, of the last couple of games, and and he's allowed to to have a couple of down games, but I is it just me or did they look really bad? They looked really these last they, few games. They seem to look really bad. Uh, well, the Florida games for sure. Yeah, uh, that that happened since since the All Star. No, right? no, no, that was no? way before. Okay. Yeah. But okay, Never mind. yeah, yeah. But like, that, but the but the thing was is that those games were like the last games they lost before this stretch of three mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. basically. So in Carolina, I thought they looked really bad, but they were able to come out with a point. And then in Boston and Minnesota, I just thought they completely ate shit. I thought they looked awful. Obviously, um, in Boston, Pedersen took that questionable hit from Grizzlick and was not able to play in the Minnesota game. Um, and, you know... It's funny because losing a player like Pedersen is a legitimate excuse to be worse when you're a mediocre team. If you're a good team, you know, like somebody just asked Kyle Dubas the other day, you know, oh, Kyle, like injuries, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, we can't use injuries as an excuse. Like Mm -hmm. if if we you look at a team like Pittsburgh you know they've been able to do it with all these injuries. Like if they lost Sidney de- Crosby, the b- yeah. second best player in the league. Yeah, and they're still the best team in the Metro. Arguably, yeah. And he like, he basically just said like, if we miss the playoffs because a couple of our players got injured, I didn't do my job. Yeah. Which could you imagine anyone from the Canucks <laughs> saying like that? Like I'm I'm really not one of those people who loves the Leafs and loves Kyle Dubas or whatever, but like. This is one area. Is he a good where... GM or does he just wear glasses? <laughs> oh man! I swear, it's just because he's like young. He's just the hot glasses. girl who thinks she wears glasses. People think she's smart. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing with Kyle Dubas is like I do think Kyle Dubas is what people think John Chaka is. Yes. Um, but I I also think that like look I don't have fucking time to pay attention to the GM of an Arizona hockey. <laughs> I'm sorry, so many people talk about the chickas. I'm not looking and I'm not looking in that area. Fair fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I um, don't I don't know if they're good or bad. No, Chica. A lot of people thought he was this like advanced stats like analytics he's kind guy of darling because he's just he really young a company and because he started athletes yeah right 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 um but no he, he there's not there's like no evidence that they're like a super stats team uh, other than just the fact that he had that company like their decision making doesn't seem particularly in line mm-hmm. with with what you would expect but Dubas yeah he is he's the stats guy. Um, Are we but, blocked by a sister? Is that a thing? I'm blocked by Megan Chaka. There yes. we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> I was doing uh, Bernie Bro harassment. 
basically. <laughs> I was doing the hockey equivalent of that. Yeah, so um yeah, as far as whether or not the Canucks are good, the answer remains who the fuck knows? What does it even mean to be good in not just the Pacific Division, but the Western Conference, which the last time I checked had one team in the top 10? Look, being good is a state of mind. The power of manifestation <laughs> is real. <laughs> Think about the Canucks being first in, in, uh, in the West. And can, that's we, all I need. can we actually talk a little bit about uh, the mind combat Uh <laughs> Yes. Thing that I showed you guys a couple of days ago. So is this about our friends? It's about a. It's about, it's a, about our a friends. Di- yeah. It's about an old friend of ours. Yes. Okay. I had not been paying attention. Well, okay. So also, uh, we're. I guess I'm not on speaking terms with them. I. I mean, we. Yeah. We're blocked because we're blocked. Well, I also want to like. I want to be careful. All of about, you are blocked. I want to be free from sin. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like. I also just don't. Like when it's the large cast. there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of good content. Um, we didn't do anything wrong out there, it, it, or rather, there's a lot of there's a lot of content, good content that they generate that sometimes is worth talking about and laughing at. Mm-hmm. But I really just like at at this point, I kind of just I don't want people to think that I'm like feuding with them because I just legitimately only care because it's so funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so a sort of you know twitter acquaintance uh samantha got in a fight uh the other night about basically um just the kind of constant negativity talk in in the market which is obviously i think the people who talk about negativity are 10 times more of a thing than the actual like negativity that they that they complain about that is ostensibly right. such a problem here um and I did just... Marianne Williamson is Justin Williams' mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you talk about Marianne Williamson. <laughs> that would... That was good. That is really good, yeah. I hate to admit um, it, but it was good. <laughs> there's a... there. The, this conversation just like... It, it blew my mind and I do just want to shine a light on it briefly because it was the most amazing thing I've ever read. So these were just some of the responses to Samantha was basically just defending people. Like people are allowed to think whatever the fuck they want. They're Mm -hmm. allowed to say whatever the fuck they want. And like the, if the team wins a Stanley cup, if somebody is fucking paying for tickets and watching the games on, on TV, they could be like, well, they could have won it by more goals and you're not allowed to be mad because people can say whatever the hell they want. There's no like wrong way to be a fan of the team, but you know, there was a trio of little responses from a a friend of ours that uh, I just thought were like, not in the mafia sense. So amazing. (laughs) No, not not a friend of ours, (laughs) but a friend of ours. Stop defending shitty fair weather fans. You aren't part of that crowd, but you defend them more religiously than diehards. Why? The Fairweather bitter br- brunch is a detriment to the culture and energy around the team. Call me crazy all you want, but the power of manifestation is real. The vibrations <laughs> of life exist. <laughs> a collective consciousness is stronger than its individual parts. Open your eyes. In all walks of life, there are people who incessantly complain without having any shred of passion towards the target of their complaint. Bitching and crying is a means for them to vent out their own frustrations in life. It creates negative energy towards the entity. 
This has nothing to do with religion and everything to do with spirituality, metaphysics, or explained through quantum physics, electron entanglement, and polarization. Know what that means? (laughs) (laughs) And um, this was just another one that... This was not from the same thread, but it was from a similar thing that somebody pulled and found for me. The power of manifestation is real, and people wonder why we don't have any luck in this town. If we stopped bickering with each other and hating on each other, we could reunite and turn the passion back towards our heated rivals. Solidarity. (laughs) Solidarity. (laughs) Is this is literally Marianne Williamson shit? It is just the the Calgary Flames are Donald Trump. And the reason why the biggest problems in the Canucks front office aren't anything, aren't any like physical thing. It's just like vibes. Yeah. It's orbs shit. Like, <laughs> um, the, the reason the Canucks haven't won a Stanley Cup is because Francesco Aquilini doesn't have a win a Stanley Cup written on his fucking dream board. <laughs> I, this it's so triggering for me because like I have a like new age hippie mom mm-hmm. and so I I read this shit and I'm just like you gotta be fucking <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> Anyways, on the subject of manifestation, I did want to talk about one thing that I do think Canucks fans should be manifesting. I say personifest. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Why isn't it woman? I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Why isn't it her manifestation? <laughs> Apologies. We put out a Patreon episode. Yeah, this is we recorded the Patreon episode first, so now we're just like completely online. You got content. No, I wanted to talk a little bit about Quinn Hughes because as negative as uh I may be about the overall state of the team, Quinn Hughes is so fucking good. Um We're so lucky. No, no, we're not. Just for the record, oh. but we are in the sense that we are lucky to wa- get to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. We're so unlucky that we're like losing our brains about how good Quinn Hughes is. Pretty much, but I, I do think that this is one of those things. He's the first person to figure out how to fucking play with the blue line. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, ninety, like a hundred years of this game, of this game, and nobody figured out how to use the blue line. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I mean, certainly if you watch Canucks heart, hockey, you would think that. Yeah, like. He is legitimately the only defenseman to ever play for the Canucks. Yeah. <laughs> he is Eat shit, Matthias Oland. Like I, I really, I like Matthias Oland is great. Yeah, I love him. Alex Edler is great. They had some some guys who were around for briefly who were really good, like uh, Paul Reinhardt. Doug Litster was really good. Yerky Lumi was really good. Like they, they've had good defensemen. Friend of the show, Yerky Lumi. Yeah, <laughs> but great, he's a great artist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but all of those guys were number two guys. They, they've. Yeah. I really do believe that the Canucks have <laughs> never Did we ever had. sent a defenseman. Oh, we sent Edler to the All Star game once. Right? They've sent defensemen to the All Star game before. Yeah. Um, at least at least twice, I think. Yeah. Um, because I think they sent Reinhardt the year that. Paul Reinhardt was was so good for the Canucks. I don't know who Paul Reinhardt yeah, is. Yeah, he's he's Sam Reinhardt's dad. Oh, really? Which is not a joke. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's a reason why the Ryan like and Sam and Griffin both live in Vancouver. Sam and Griffin oh, yeah. and Max. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah. Griffin uh, more legendary for his uh, forays into filmmaking, but well, yeah. <laughs> we'll just save. We'll just leave it at that. Um, heritage <laughs> <laughs> that's that's its own heritage yeah. moment yeah um but he really is like the first number one defenseman the Canucks have had mm-hmm. in my opinion like mm-hmm. in terms of a guy who 
the thing that's impressed me so much is he is so good defensively. Mm-hmm. Truly. Like he is not just the best offensive defenseman I've ever seen the Canucks have, which he inarguably is. But he's one like he ranks defensively, at yes. least with the way he's performed this season. Is he the best defenseman, defensive defenseman the Canucks have ever had? No, I, I don't think so. I, but he, he could be is in the conversation with some of the guys that we've seen over the, over mm. the course of. He's not Chris Tanev, but yeah, would you he, you would rank him like Tanev better. and Hamhuis well, are still guys ta- like that, as the number two Chris Tanev fan in the world. <laughs> like Tanev right, was right. that guy for three years, but he That's hasn't thing, been that yes. guy since 2014. Yeah. Uh, no, not not I particularly. Seen... I think 2015. Sure, but I, yeah. I mean exactly what year that is. I don't care. Yeah, but... no, but I, I I do agree with you. Like he hasn't been. He's the classic example of a guy that once everybody figured out he was good, he wasn't as good. Anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the time once everyone he... realized it, it wasn't true. Once yeah. he gets his teeth back, he'll, he'll, he'll get back. <laughs> but I've never seen a defenseman. Like disarm players so easily. I know like, that's probably the best way to describe totally. what he does. Like he just takes their power away from them so easily. Absolutely, uh, yeah. He's like Kirby. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's uh, the re- and the reason why I bring this up is because for a brief moment, and I don't, I think unfortunately that's not the case anymore. But for a brief moment, he overtook Kale McCarr in the rookie scoring mm-hmm. race. It was in that game against uh, the New York Islanders that was truly unbelievable, where he had, uh, I think, two goals and three points, and he scored the overtime winner. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was unbelievable. And for a brief moment, he was led in the in the rookie scoring race. And I, I want to get this out there because I am a shit poster and I am a shit talker big time. But Canucks fans, those of you that are, that are listening to this right now, I, I'm here to tell you, Quinn Hughes is better than Kale McCarr. Quinn Hughes should win the Calder Trophy, especially if the points race is close. And the thing that pissed me off so much was that when Quinn Hughes overtook Kale McCarr in the rookie scoring race, you did not hear a peep from anyone anywhere about, like, should we be talking about Quinn Hughes for the Calder? Yeah. And it's so extremely frustrating because literally the only reason that like Kale McCarr is really fun to watch and he puts up those like he scores a lot of goals, Mm -hmm. which is rare for a defenseman. It's also kind of not a very good way to judge defensemen Mm -hmm. because goals Mm -hmm. are pretty like uh, hit or miss for defensemen. But, you know, I it hasn't come out yet, but I wrote something for Pasatabulas where I did a deep dive into all the kind of underlying numbers and, and such and like. And, you know, Drance, Thomas Drance did stuff about this earlier this year, too. Like, the only area where Carol McCarr is better than Quinn Hughes is goals. That's it. Not even, yeah. like, offensively, not even points, just goals. And if Hughes finishes the, um, finishes the season with more points and McCarr wins the Calder Trophy... It's going to be so ruthlessly unfair because yeah. the kinds of things, the kinds of things that fuck players out of trophies, especially when you're in Vancouver, things like injuries, things like, oh, but it's his time or whatever. 
Um, like I just keep thinking about the year that Drew Doughty won the Norris instead of Eric Carlson, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we constantly heard was, oh, well, you know, you can't judge. You can't just judge based on points. But that's literally the only case that it didn't happen. That 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 was the reason why why that was the, the reason why Doughty won that Norris, right? Was right. because like it was like, oh, Carlson has more points, but like Doughty's so much better defensively. Well, Quinn Hughes is like light years better than Cal McCarr is defensively, yeah. mm-hmm. and they have the same number of fucking points right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. forty. And obviously, McCarr's played less games because he did get hurt briefly, but. As soon as you start going, as soon as you start start talking about well, but points per game though, it's like okay, well then we, can we look at like goal differentials and expected if goals, yeah, if you're and gonna go shots against, dive. like can like, we look at who's on a first pairing in the NHL as a rookie? You're literally telling and who me who isn't? Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and you're when you're as soon as you get into points per game, you're literally telling me Kale McCarr has more pledged delegate equivalents <laughs> than Quinn Hughes. Um. And the reason why the reason why I bring it up is because I've seen a lot of these like people talking recently on Twitter about like oh as soon as you bring up Kale McCarr all Canucks fans want to do is talk about Quinn Hughes. I'm here to tell you, good. You should keep doing it. <clears throat> yeah. We we just did an episode, but Roy yeah. Fitzpatrick on our Patreon that's feed. That's right. Yes. And that's well, I guess it was a New York person. Yeah, please subscribe. subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Roxy Fever. For some reason, this this is reminding me of like like my like I worked at the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives, and right. the whole deal with a place like that, as well as the Fraser Institute, mm-hmm. uh, is to just push out articles. Yes, and then try to get that into the mainstream media. A hundred percent. Try to put like and then try to lobby, like like yeah, spread the message. Yeah. Uh, Canucks fans should be doing that. A hundred percent. Like you yes. should be writing articles. Like you are writing yeah, articles I've, about this. I've done a couple. I'm going to keep doing more them. people should be writing them. More people should be tweeting about it. People should be finding out where Kellen Carr lives. <laughs> we, we, I, three for three Calders. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, you bring up, uh, you bring up, you know, uh, well, like you said three, it. three for three, which but, it wasn't because, but. because Besser didn't win, but he was uh, nominated. Yes. And the re and a big part of the reason why he lost is because he got, he got hurt injured. and, yeah. and couldn't really amass a challenge to, to Barzal. And I do think in, in fairness, I think Matthew Probably Barzal better. is a better, is a better player than Brock Besser yeah. and was a better rookie. But it, if, you know, like Standing it was enough chance. to fuck Besser out of the Calder, so mm-hmm. why isn't it enough to fuck McCarr out of the Calder? Mm-hmm. And it's this is one of those things where you know, like I saw people say, like, why do Canucks fans get so, uh, like, do they what do they get? Like, uh, I think it was Ryan, Ryan Lambert, who who I really like, by the way, I, I love Ryan Lambert. That's but funny because I have a friend who hates him. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I can okay. see it. I it's, but Ryan Lambert tweeted the no thing that was like, does every writer in Vancouver get a cut of Hughes's bonus if he wins the, the Calder? Um, well, then is it just you? Like, and well, no, no, because it's it's it hasn't just been me. Like a lot of writers have have talked about yeah, it, and they yeah. and they and they should. And that's I, I guess the point that I'm making is that, like, for Canucks fans, those of you out there, like, I am telling you that you can't have nice things. Uh, you never have nice things, and all the nice things that you think you have, you're wrong about. But not this. This is a nice thing you can have, and you should not let people take it away from you. Yeah, he is yeah. so special. Um, and it, and and it's the 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 things that make him so good are the things that should make hockey men swoon. Mm-hmm. He is 
this so much fun to watch. Well, he's so much fun to watch, but he's so good at all the little things that people are always talking about. Like the the Doughty Carlson argument shouldn't have been about Doughty and Carlson. It should be this year. It should be about the Calder. It should be about um, this should frame how the Calder is discussed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it it is it, a realignment. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts that people don't take him. In other markets, don't take him more seriously because, like, this is a, a special player, mm-hmm. truly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, Harmon was on last time, and he he made a great case for for why. Mm-hmm. Moving on from that, there's one last thing that I wanted to talk about this week, and it is, uh, folks, our values are under attack. <laughs> um, the, the theme of this segment is haters. We are being haters and losers. Haters and losers. <laughs> we are being silenced. Um, this whole sequence happened so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, like I didn't realize what was happening. I feel like I've talked a lot this episode, and and I think our our first topic was very specifically a thing that happened to you. So do you mind telling oh. the story, and I will I will pop in. Ugh. Can you pull it up? Yes. Okay. So a rival podcaster. Or a rival, yeah, a rival yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, this started out with a with a tweet from him. Yeah. So, so uh, he he just mentioned this. This really has nothing to do with these guys. No, it truly doesn't. It, really it, doesn't, it, it so. was literally just. Uh, it was literally just us being. He, he, well, it was he, he, you like, specifically? He, you yeah. being silly about yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like sometimes, look, the Roxy Fever account is just a way that I can shoot off tweets that I wouldn't. Tweet do. from your nor- from your yeah yeah. Exactly. Look, one yeah. time I kind of got sat down by an old boss. <laughs> it's oh. just like you should probably not tweet the oh. way you tweet anymore. Terrible. Like, oh, fuck. Hate it. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> he's still nice. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Especially hockey tweets. And yeah. so just like oh, there are two POC podcasts about the Canucks that are pretty popular right now. Um, the rest isn't important. Um, well, uh, read it out. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So popular right now. The same folks who lament about representation are the ones who hate our guts. Lamau. Yeah. Okay. So, the, the putting, just, just to, to, to piggy, <laughs> to piggy, uh, Lamau Zedong. Um, <laughs> French for, yeah. Uh, just to, to, because, just, basically, to explain, I'm Bidening right now, hardcore. Uh, the um, the context here, for this Brown. is the context for this is is that I mean I'm fair. I I think it's fair to say that like when talking about representation or whatever, like Georgia Twist has become somewhat of a like um, she was, is he, she's become a, a target for is she for the being, Hillary Clinton of uh, Canucks Twitter. No, she's the. <laughs> I mean, dare no, you. no. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but like she's just a, a target way. of she's just, no. She's just a, <laughs> she's way better. She has frequently been a target of people being basically being like, oh, she's the woke SJW, like yeah. fake woke, whatever. Yeah. So I think that is part of the reason why this ended up on our radar because it was it felt a little bit like, oh, this is adjacent to us slightly. And See, I didn't even think about that at all. Okay. More, but <laughs> more specifically, <laughs> more specifically, like obviously. Um, there are some, po- there are not a lot of Canucks podcasts that have POCs on them, and one of them is this one. Mm-hmm. And you were the one who tweeted this. Yeah. So just, just, just for the record, I, I, and he, so he said, pretty popular right now, right? Yeah. And I, I didn't think he was talking about us. 
No, but it was possible. But it, it was like slightly possible, but I was like, this will still be funny anyways. Yes, exactly. And we had the internal debate like, of like, is he talking about us? Like, like my first assumption was that he wasn't. Yeah. But then there's like there could be room for it. Because honestly, sometimes like I'll, I'll, I'll dive into like these guys, like – they're, like they're, they're the threat, like the re- their replies, and I see all these like Twitter accounts that I don't engage with at all. Yeah, of course. I don't see, and I'm like, oh, hockey, like Canucks Twitter is actually even bigger than I realized. Totally. Um, oh, me too. Yeah. And there's other podcasts out there, and uh, and so I just quote tweeted it, and I was like, we're not popular. Wrong again, Bucko. <laughs> Which is funny, because <laughs> <like>, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're just. I was just taking a shot at, at us, and uh, you know, it popped off. You know, and. Look, one of your one of your people, <laughs> one of my people, yes. One of yeah. Um, Be- it, bleep. It will, a, a man bleep. will a man will call Damien Stooley. <laughs> um, That's worse than saying his name. <laughs> um, who I am contractually obligated to not talk about my relationship with, possibly. Um, yeah. But who, if if you listen to the show, let's just say. That um and you're and you're familiar with me. Uh, let's just say that this is a person who has a long history of um, being insane online, uh, claiming to be uh, a lot more important and influential and uh, have a lot more money than there's evidence to suggest that he does. Um, and you know he he's uh, he's notable for a number of different reasons that once again I. Can't, I was told not to talk about it by my boss. <laughs> so um, yeah. So just for context. He just he just replied, "You're not. You're also not quote of color." <laughs> and, I, and I was like, "My he, Caucasian friend Vias Sarah." Does he think? I mean, to be fair, I don't put my name. I mean, well, my you're, bio doesn't have the podcast on it. Well, it hasn't back now actually. But then, no, my name is on the. But podcast. your name is on the podcast bio. <laughs> Which is what part of what was so funny like, about it? Does he think that Shane O'Brien? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it, know. He he is the one guy who thinks the show is Shane O'Brien. <laughs> it's Shane that O'Brien in that picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it was just it was just really funny because it was the it was just the perfect example of like when you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but you're still going to speak authoritatively about it, which. Uh, you know, totally out of character for this guy to do. What's funny is that I didn't pay too much attention to your relationship with him. No, that like <laughs> that when when you guys carried on the thread after that, I was like, "Wow, Jackson's really mean to this guy." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, all, I was just like, "This this is this guy's making it a little too easy for me to dunk oh, on him right now." So 100%. I just said, "Okay," but it was just it was just very very funny. Um. To see somebody just basically be like, like because I'm sure that he was just like, oh, it's Jackson's podcast or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, like all it would have taken was a couple of uh, clicks and, and also just the, the, the five second thought process of going, why did he say that yeah. if it's all white yeah. guys? <laughs> what my favorite part was that he got really mad after that because like he responded he was like are you a host too sorry about that i've never actually listened and i i was like i, I don't know if i should have 
took it to that other level, but I was like, oh, me, Shane O'Brien, and Redacted are, are busy filing grievance claim against you. Yes. What's your address? <laughs> and then he responded, try sending it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was man. like, I just, whoa. <laughs> it's just so funny that, like, I really, like, I think uh, we're, you're making self-deprecating jokes from from the, yeah, from the account. I don't you're fucking fire, care about how popping off, like, and the thing is, is that, like, I think legitimately, unless I'm specifically, me specifically, is doing a bit, um, like, we are really not three very self-aggrandizing guys and it is just so funny but it is so funny that these are the people that that are like you are stupid and you speak authoritatively about things that you don't know about when it's like white white man viasaran <laughs> yeah uh, but, well, but i also think it's this. true that most of like you know our haters and losers <laughs> are not guys who can do self-deprecating humor yeah, yeah, no, we, it's absolutely true. We're not guys who don't get irony, and it just makes it difficult to like. I don't know how to talk things. to. Yeah, I don't so know how I, to talk I, to people. So as soon as like we do interact, I'm like, I can't. I, <laughs> sorry, I can't. I can't do this. Like one time, some, one time somebody was like, I mean, you know, maybe I won't. <laughs> no, no, please. I I gotta know now. So, uh, uh, I, we've talked about it before at okay. some point, but sure. Uh, someone was like, somebody we've we've we have feuded with before or like, you know, made mad stuff about. And he's like, I don't get it. Why, why, do, why aren't we friends otherwise? And I was just like, I can't get into this. I, I just, I was like, yeah. no, no, <laughs> I can't be, I can't be sincere. Um, so yeah, I wish there was more, <sighs> you know what? Yeah. We have such a ceiling with our fucking content. Yeah, we do. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's completely fine. Like, I, we just had. I just had to admit to somebody once. I was like, "Yeah, it's just fucking Canucks Chapo." Yeah, it's just hundred percent true. And that's yeah. become even more. And that's become even more clear since, uh, like, you got the Felix Peterman <laughs> retweet the other day about your uh, fucking Alberta thing, um, which was really funny. I was very happy. About it's that. it is. <laughs> it's it's literally just like there are two things that drive me insane on the internet all the time. And I have to get together every once in a while and do group therapy with my pals. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yes. But anyways, in the aftermath of, of all of this, we did get what I think is our best uh, piece of fan mail. You might call it, uh, that we've (laughs) ever, that we've ever received. And I just, uh, I have I have to read it because it's it it's actually like the the worst case of psychology I've ever seen um, in my entire life. So this was just in response to someone basically saying that our show's dumb because it does uh, online left irony with uh, with hockey, yeah. uh, which is true. It is dumb. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I yes. Have no, I have no I have no problem with that. But um, this response kind of starts uh, in one place and you think you know where it's going and then it, <laughs> it really takes a very rapid, sharp left turn. Um, correct. No one wants to listen to a bunch of low-T socialists rant on about free stuff, communism, Bernie Sanders, and bitching about the Canucks. Okay, so... Yeah, that's you know I, I think you're I think right. You know, you're right. yeah, you're right. Nobody does. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a couple hundred people. Like it's it's very low, low ceiling. Um, I think I did think it was kind of weird. Like I, I don't think I've ever talked about free stuff, but that's that's beside the point. Um, this is where it takes a left. I, what I what I liked was that he like had us to a T. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, has this guy listened to an episode before? <laughs> was my first thought. Like, well, have we ever talked? Actually, actually, we don't actually talk about Bernie Sanders. Yeah. yeah or um, really, it's like subtext. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's all subtext. So I'm su- so I'm surprised that this guy was able to pick up on the subtext because of the next thing that he said. <laughs> um, you're the type of dudes who close the fridge with their hips, and you're right. No one cares about your pod. DJ, run that back. <laughs> You're the type of dudes who close the fridge with their hips and you're... Yeah, that's all you... Fellas, is it gay to close the fridge? I'm so... I really... I'm so mad you deleted it. I know. I, I'm glad I got the the screenshot of it. Because the fellas is yeah. it gay to close the fridge bit. It was so good. That was you? That was me, was yeah. Okay. Of course. It was like truly... <laughs> the only one loves I, it. I, for various reasons, we always leave the fellas is it gay to X jokes to Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I couldn't... Uh, as a parody, like write more bizarre, <laughs> um, like gay subtext into. But like, did we find out that that is a thing that people talk about? Like, Jordan no, Pe- like Jordan Peterson. I've types? never heard. Oh, of I, that. I think I saw it like once, one other time. How else would you close the fridge when you are carrying stuff? Yeah. Also, like, I have a third. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> it, I don't get it. It's so weird. Like. like uh, like you could I think just the subtext it, is that like you're so sashaying that you just sashay the fridge closed with your yeah, hips, but yeah. like it's not like I do with my shoulder. I I like I'm like, hey, yeah, like just drop I wish you could see me ass right now, but yeah, it's like you know you do like a a, a butt bump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I yeah I I, I don't know. There's literally a gif of Homer Simpson doing this. Yeah. <laughs> the most masculine man of yeah. all time. <laughs> the highest T. Yes. The highest T man. Homer Simpson. Um, the id of America. Yes. Uh, I really don't understand why I make people so mad. I I understand that I make people mad, but not this not this mad and not this type of mad. We we welcome their <laughs> hatred. We. Certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And their bits. As a right. as one last little piece of uh, of the episode today, on the subject of being hated, being silenced, being persecuted for our beliefs, beliefs, having our marginalized voices silenced, <laughs> a, a really weird thing happened that is not really uh, that funny or interesting, but is just an important piece of housekeeping. Um, our show got taken down. Oh, right. Off yeah. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a copyright claim, but it was extremely non-specific. So, if you listen to the show on Spotify, um, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> well, you're not going to hear now. this. You're not going to hear this, <laughs> but I mean, we'll put out an announcement on Twitter, and yeah. and if yeah. you don't listen to the show on Spotify. Um, maybe give us a hand just getting the message out that we're not going to be on Spotify for for the time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, while I figure out what the nature of the issue is, mm-hmm. I think. And if you have I'm, any ideas, let us if know. you have any ideas, let us know. But the thing is, is they didn't give us a specific episode. They just said mm-hmm. we're taking your feed down because of copyright um, infringement uh, to do with. Uh, a song used by Universal Music Group. Um, I would have thought that it's the theme song, but to the best of my knowledge, um, Gob is not under the Universal umbrella. So it's not that. Um, so I don't know what the fuck happened. It's sort of a good news, bad news situation. The good news is uh, you literally can, 
you are not going to kill me on this one because I have access to quite literally hundreds of free songs mm. uh, that I can use, so it's not going to be a problem. Um, the bad news is I might have to, what I might end up having to do is actually taking down all the old episodes and having to resubmit the feed so that we can get back on Spotify. In Spotify or like across? No, across the, different... the board because all, because the, the Spotify uploads from SoundCloud. Oh. And so as soon as I try to resubmit mm. it, it's going to catch all the old episodes. And the thing is, is I'm fine with doing that. Um, but I want to give listeners some time to listen to the old episodes or maybe to find another place to host them mm-hmm. um, uh, just so that people can access them if they want. Uh, and uh, the other thing is I don't want to uh, just do it and have our feed suddenly only have one episode on it because mm-hmm. that's annoying. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this could be like literally anything. It really could, yeah. Because we've, yeah, we've used so much. And I do it, and I I, I was actively courting... Um, I was oh, trying sure. to attract mm-hmm. negative mm-hmm. attention for it. I was basically da- what I what I was doing was just basically daring someone to file a cease and desist. Basically, oh, yeah. fuck. Um, what if this is the guy who the fridge guy? Oh, I think it is. That's that was the that was the point I was going to make. Is that oh, I'm fairly convinced that this is somebody who just hates me uh, doing this. I mean, I don't want to get too paranoid, but it just seems like. Do you know how many shows use copyright music mm-hmm. for way longer than mm-hmm. they're supposed to? Um, yeah, I think that this was I think this was a setup. <laughs> uh, and but you you know you cannot kill us. We will we will <laughs> march on forever. You cannot silence us. Um, and uh, you know we'll we'll be back and we'll we'll fix the we're gonna fix the issues on Spotify. But for now, um, you can. Always access all the episodes on SoundCloud. So uh, we're sorry about the technical difficulties, but uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's just because somebody hates me. That's a classic way to just end this episode. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. On that just note, a, a, um, a paranoid rant from Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of paranoid rants, we just completed our first new uh, Patreon episode that we're going to be moving forward with uh, for the foreseeable future. It is a deep dive into a moment from Canucks history that you're all uh, probably, if you're not familiar with, you're going to love it. And uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash Roxy Fever. We're going to be putting these out every month now. And I think they're really going to be, I think those of you that like the show, you're really going to enjoy it. Yeah. This Uh, one is about, we went back to the 06, 07 season and uh, just in time for the primary season. Talk about Danny Saburin. <laughs> okay, I think you're saying it's, it's Danny Saburin. It's Saburin. Uh, Saburin, whatever. <laughs> I can't say anyone's name right. <laughs> Elliot reads so many books. That's so. Yeah, that's an excuse. He learns, yeah. he learns all of this from reading. So. Yeah, Re- reading books about the 0607 Canucks. <laughs> uh, we did it uh, just because we're going insane because the Iowa caucuses. We did it about Roy Fitzpatrick and the. And, and the, how, the he got, how he got how he got rat fucked. Yeah, he got he got rat fucked out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think you know, uh, really, I I urge you if you enjoy the show to give it a shot. It's five bucks a month, and we we also throw a bunch of extra shit up on there too. Uh, like any audio that's mildly interesting that gets cut from the shows, I generally throw up on mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing these heritage moments every month, and they're going to be a lot of fun. I yeah, think. we so, thought we were going to do one for like fifteen minutes. It ended up being. F- 50 yes so well, i mean we'll see once well, the audio gets cut down but yes yeah yeah us going too long 
Yeah, <laughs> who could have possibly believed that? We literally had nothing to do this week, and we've still managed to somehow hit an hour. So, yeah. uh, on that note, you can follow me on Twitter at Failson McDonald. You can follow me at Vyasaran. You can follow me at Moose Kayak. Uh, don't forget to follow the pod at Roxy Fever. Um, don't uh, forget to follow the pod on Instagram at Roxy Fever and subscribe to we Patreon. We do not do anything on the Instagram, do we? No, not really, but it, it, it'll <laughs> it'll come up eventually. Eventually. Technically, I'm a neutral observer for what I've been doing for the last couple of days and why I'm pretty tired. But uh, if you are in Vancouver, uh, go hang out near Hastings and Clark um, to... Uh, See what's going on with uh, people shutting down Port Metro Vancouver. And if you're in Victoria, uh, go uh, go check out the BC Legislature. Um, yeah. Some interesting stuff going on there. Uh, if you follow my Twitter, uh, you might see what I'm talking about. But yeah, extremely I mean, important issue. You can see the you can see the Empress there. There's the Inner Harbor. Yeah. it's really uh, it's pretty. You can go for. I, I mean, it's kind of rainy these days. Yeah. But you can go for a handsome cab ride. Mm-hmm. There's lots of reasons for you to yeah. want to go downtown and hang out around the Parliament buildings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beautiful stuff happening. Um, if you want to go do Praxis, uh, I totally encourage you to do it. We talking about Praxis? We were talking about Praxis. It was actually really nice to go to go there, especially after like all the shit. Like, look, I'm talking. I'm talking about the wet so wet and situation going on. Um, oh, okay. Like, I'm so allowed to say. No, I'm allowed to say what it's about. I'm basically not supposed to say pro okay. yeah. what's going on sure. at like at those events. Um, of Oh, you should go check it out. You should really go check it yeah. out. Um, but it was like quite mentally calming, and I'll actually recommend it to you also. Okay. Yeah, uh, because like, look, I like Twitter American politics. It does break my brain a hundred percent. And especially when it's just you're in your basement and you're just posting. Yes. Like, I also live in. This isn't about your basement. No, <laughs> I know you are also in a basement. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that feeling of, like, helplessness uh, when it comes to politics that, like, you tend to do if you just post, um, yeah, which is really. what I do. Um, but if you actually go there, even if you just go check it out and you don't participate in anything, it, like, oh. It'll make you feel better. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel, like, especially because things can feel very hopeless online. Um, being around people who are 100% committed, uh, like... And seeing that solidarity in action, like it, like I can go home and still be like skeptical of stuff, but but have the feeling of like, well, we still have to try. Yes. So absolutely. Uh, on that note, uh, you also still have to try to uh, get Hughes Quinn Hughes the fucking Calder Trophy. As absolutely. Well. Um, and yeah. uh, a, be- a better Calder situation is possible. That's <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> right. Um, on that note, uh, thank you for listening, and um, you know. Uh, don't don't do targeted harassment this week. Uh, send us uh, tweets of yourself closing the fridge gaily to at Roxy Fever on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you.